The Tights and Fights podcast for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. some for the pod. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Fwensgiving, Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation. She'll be home for Kelk, Miss Lindsay Kelk. Whoop, whoop, that's me. That's you. And the slice of pumpkin pie, Julian Burrell. Aw, it's me. You wrote that. You don't get to awe it when you wrote it. <laughs> you know what? It's just like sometimes the soda jerk has to pour themselves a soda. Lunch the ice cream break. person has Lunch to break. steal a scoop on his lunch break. That's you know. true. That's true. Doc, a physician healed thyself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hal is out. I'm hoping uh, getting some good work in now that the SAG strike is over. And as people are listening to this, it is Thanksgiving. It is already upon us. And as is our annual tradition, we're going to spend this episode discussing what things from wrestling we're most thankful for. But first, what's everybody bringing to the table this fair holiday? I ain't cooking shit. Uh, it turns out <laughs> when you have a health crisis and suddenly have to start using a cane, people stop asking you to slave over a hot stove and they just invite you over. So nice. that's one of the only perks to being disabled. <laughs> there had to be one. There had to there be had one. To be and I'm one. so pleased that it is one that works for you at this time of year. Yes. You can yes, use your cane true. to demand that they work faster to bring you your yes. food. Faster. Doom, yes. doom, doom. More mashed. More mashed. <laughs> <laughs> I am hosting Ooh. Thanksgiving this year. Ooh, bold. Well, it is, but it's only for my husband and his brother and his wife. So it's limited. I feel more like I'm hosting the cats, you know? Oh, yeah. Also, as someone for whom Thanksgiving is a relatively new tradition, I strongly feel like people just get what they're given, you know? Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be too British about this, but just eat your food and <laughs> shut up. So we're doing turkey. I'm doing, but I have. I guess I'm doing all of it. That's what I'm bringing to the table, Danielle. I'm bringing turkey. I'm bringing the world's greatest mashed potato, which I do feel strongly about. Mm. Not green bean casserole because it makes me feel ill. That's banned. <laughs> I'm um, not a big green. I'm 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 black. We do greens. We don't do green beans. We do greens. Right, and I love mm. greens, and I like green beans, and I like greens, but I don't like the casserole. I we don't do casserole like that in the UK. Like the idea of just like soup yep. <laughs> and stuff into the oven. That's not something we have. You make it with the intention of having leftovers in mind. Well, opinion. I just assume that's why the pilgrims left England in the first place. For hot dish. Because they, yep. wanted, yeah. they wanted to put soup on things. And we said, Campbell's mushroom? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's how it began. I don't know if you know that. I know you don't usually pick up there with the story of the first Thanksgiving, but yeah. maybe we need to trot back a little. It's like, wait, okay, how do we make some nice fish corn trees? And now, how do we pour soup all over everything? Okay, yeah. this is great. Yeah, I think we got it both Not sides necessary. on this one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we should also say that there's not going to be a three count this week because we're going to share the joy of wrestling for the entire part of this episode. All of this is all about the things about wrestling that in in, in the year of our Lord uh, 2023 that we have been very psyched about. Well, but wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, though, I have to say what I'm making. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, like I'm not, I'm, I know. I'm so used to like, I, I, I don't get to ever see you in yeah. the little Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, square. I said how leave. I'm talking about food I this mean, week. Unless no. you're talking about lifting julian we don't want to hear what you got to say except yeah. with this time we do because you got to eat to lift right you gotta so eat to lift. you do and i actually think what i'm gonna try and make might disturb oh. a number of people because i'm normally very big oh. on making vegetarian stuff like big yes. roasted vegetable mm-hmm. stuff because my wife is 100 vegetarian i on the other hand am an imperfect vegetarian which means when i'm hungry i'll eat whatever i can find sometimes and i do feel bad about it which i think does make it okay oh that well that's how i act every day julian yeah. and i never feel bad about it <laughs> so i mean like which what snacks do i have currently to hand yeah. let's i more than one more than one there's so much like just like don't you just feel the good karma whenever you just feel bad about it but um i would say like the other thing that i was thinking of making it's it's something that it's almost a meme is tofurkey and i know that Uh everybody has feelings about it but my thought was i i hear whenever i hear about people getting you know feeling some sort of way about it i'm like is that like big turkey propaganda where they want you to think it's inherently disgusting so that you keep buying the same thing over and over again. So I'm just like, you know what? We're going to find out. If it is terrible, we will know for ourselves and we won't need to hear a commercial about how terrible it is. Julian Julian's yeah. gonna fuck around and find out with the two. We turkey. are. Yeah, you are you're the real pilgrims. <laughs> yes. You're the real pilgrims. You're taking a journey. <laughs> a journey in Flavortown. It will be a lot easier to make it not dry than it will be to make a turkey not dry. It's all I'm, I'm going to bet on that. that shit, Julian. You got to brine yeah. that shit. I already have a brining plan. Yeah. There's there's a spreadsheet. There's like there's a lot going down over here. Yep. It's down to, I, I down said to a, I, I lied when I said people just get what they're given. Obviously, <laughs> I have like a full fucking plan. I bought all kinds of mad shit for the table. I'm like I'm giving everyone the greatest Thanksgiving they've ever had. Uh, Hell yeah. But I am excited to find out about the tofurkey. Mm-hmm. I've never had tofurkey. Yes. Yeah, uh, I have, but this was also like decades ago, and I'm sure that the Tofurky people have have. Uh, I'm, I'm sure technology has yeah. caught up. Has the science perfected? Tonight? Now it's in yeah. the shape of a turkey for crying out loud. I mean, we're, like we're we're Love halfway it. there. Yeah, we're getting there. I did see a, a recipe for a whole barbecue roasted head of cauliflower <laughs> in a Thanksgiving oh recipe. But when I looked at the photo, it did just kind of look like braised brains. Oh. And that I feel like would be off-putting on the table. I'm not a big cauliflower that's person. Just me. Yeah, that doesn't make a pretty table. Never that's been and that doesn't, no. yeah, that doesn't, that's not enticing me at all. Mm. That's not doing it for no. me. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll save that for another yeah. time when, yeah. when cauliflower is all we have left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the preserves are necessary. All right, so let's get to it. What are some stuff that you are thankful for? As per always, I am always thankful for Rhea Ripley. Uh, Rhea Ripley on my TV, Rhea Ripley on my TikTok, Rhea Ripley and her dom-dom. That is one thing that I am obviously uh, incredibly grateful for. I am the eradicator. I am brutality. I am Rhea Ripley. 
same. That's all I want to be grateful for. Can this just be an entire episode, Julian, where we're just grateful for Rhea Ripley's existence? It's the Rhea Ripley thankful episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just, it's not just that she got her championship. I'm always just kind of struck that she feels like the main character of Monday yep. Night Raw. Yeah. Like the Judgment Day feels like the main story slash faction, but she is the one who is instigating everything. Yeah. Like, she's the one who's in the, who's having conversations. She's the one who, like, moves these people over there. And that's, like, I don't think we've ever seen a woman wrestler in WWE get that role. Even when, like, Charlotte was at her peak, well, I think she was still just wrestling it was a bunch, always, you know? Even when Becky was peak Becky, she was still mm -hmm. peak Becky in the women's yes. division, you yeah, know? 100%. And not that yes, she wasn't exactly. a main eventer. She absolutely was, as we know and as we saw at WrestleMania. But Rhea feels like she is in charge everywhere in both divisions on all social media yep. platforms. Whichever hairdresser she's going to to work on that haircut that just gets better and better. I don't know. She's just the boss. And I don't think that has even been exemplified more than when Damian Priest said he was the boss of Judgment Day at an entire stadium <laughs> and everyone at home went, oh, no, you aren't. Says who? And it turned Says into who? Panto. Yeah, yeah, it literally turned into a panto. And I'm like, look behind you. Uh, it was very exciting because if she weren't such a clear and obvious leader, that might have been a, oh, what will happen next? Who's going to react to that? But it was just kind of like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, spaghetti no. he fucked up. He th oh, he thought. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, he look thought, at He feeling. thought a thought and he thunked it out loud and Aww. he's going to regret that someday soon. Yeah, he's going to regret if it. If I were her, I'm not saying that he would try to cash in and she would be like, I'm going to fuck this up for you for some reason because you're absolutely not the leader of the Judgment Day. But I also wouldn't be mad at her if she did do that. Wouldn't be mad at her at all. Mm -mm. Nope. He did bring it on he, himself. Yeah. yeah. So, Wouldn't be mad at, at her, point. couldn't be mad at her. Isn't it a year since Dom Dom went down? Oh, yeah, it is. It is because this was when um, the, the, this was when, that's when he got arrested on. Um, yeah, he's trying to, trying to get some turkey, Trying right? to get some trying turkey. Trying to get in to see the fam. I'm here for the holiday. No, no, right. please leave. I, I brought, I brought what mommy are you, here to. What are you doing here too? What? what? Dom. Are you serious? It's not the time, Dom, please. It's the holidays. I'm here for the. Family. Don't play stupid with me. Today is not the time, okay? Let us enjoy Thanksgiving. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Hell no! Don't you shut that door on me! Wow, oh. a whole year. You know what? what that, that'll be my holiday special. That'll be my new tradition is yeah. I'm watching that video every Thanksgiving. <gasps> what if they yeah. put all of the Dom Dom, Dom Dom goes down uh, into a little online for us? They could do yeah. that. I would love to see just a, a, a special of what his adventures in corrections were for yes. that week and a half that he yes. was in there. Yes, please. <laughs> just, you know, just did he go get convinced to go up and slap the biggest guy in the yard just to, so he could survive? I want to see week. Uh, whoever taught him how to tie a do-rag. I'm sure that that was amazing. <laughs> I imagine that there was a little class that he went to. Yeah. I like to think they were like, you can come because you date Rhea Ripley and therefore... Please attend. They were like, we're going to show you guys how to be productive members of society. So I want you guys to bring your own, bring your own hankies. Yeah, bring your own rag. Yeah. how to do this. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Oh, that really awesome, was that Backlash? Which was it? What was the, the Puerto Rico show? Yes. With, uh, Backlash in Puerto Rico. Oh, that was amazing. That whole show was just top to bottom 
fantastic. Obviously, Bad Bunny was a highlight. And just how psyched everybody was in Puerto Rico to have like a huge live event there was great. Totally. That whole run of international live events, I think I am thankful for. with the exclusion of the obvious one that was an outlier. (laughs) But, you know, in general, the idea of popping abroad and sharing the love and getting that absolutely insane reaction. Like, you know, we saw it last year with Clash at the Castle. Mm -hmm. Now we have seen live events traveling abroad next year. Elimination Chamber, is that this year? The one that's in Australia? Is that the end of this year? And then we're getting France now. And Germany. And Germany. Mm -hmm. It's going to be crazy bananas. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've ever seen a French wrestling crowd. Me neither. Uh, I want to see what that looks like. I am very curious. You know, I just want to warn you. I think there are going to be fewer striped t-shirts and um, onions on a rope and baguettes. And we're anticipating... (laughs) Boo. How am I even going to know where I am? I know. And I'm like, no one is doing mime. No one. <laughs> There's not going to be any berets? Uh, no, can't believe there I- were two berets when I went to Fra- Paris the last time. And that's because I took them both. Um, <laughs> it was very Emily in Paris, except it was 2009. But I do think it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, more than anything, I just feel like it makes those, it gives those pay-per-views a new hook beyond yes. like... Like, Puerto Rico was great because I was just like, oh, I don't even feel the absence of Roman from this show. Like, Roman Reigns was not defending the title on that show at all. And it was a great example of, you know, maybe, like, the show can feel special even when the biggest draw isn't uh, yep. isn't around. Like, it yep. was, it was kind of, and that was even, I think that might have been before they had a, another champion, too. So Roman was the only time, there wasn't a world championship yeah. defended well, there. Well, stop and it was going great. back to the same places and expecting people to give a shit. Go to yeah. places you haven't been. Yes. Mm-hmm. Stop burning out the same towns. Yeah. 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 Um, and I am thankful for the change in management that made that possible for <laughs> us to enjoy. So that's something I'm thankful for, for sure, because that, that maybe wouldn't have happened. What a, what a journey that was. What right? a journey. I'm still laughing. He got out. He he, he got out. Carney. They out. Carney the Carney, and I will laugh about it until my dying fucking day. Because we we went from like, oh, this is great. We get to see Triple H in charge. To wait, no, no, they can't take this away from us. That we just started getting good again. To okay, I don't know what's going to change. To oh, I guess that the new guy who's in charge of everything, everything mm-hmm. said, you know what, Vince, no more bad press. We know that documentary is coming out and that's going to make us look terrible if you're behind the mm-hmm. scenes. So you, you, it's time for you to start cashing out and Triple H is in charge now and we're, we're moving on. We're doing this. It's, it's happening. Yeah. It's over. And the whole reason why he fucking sold it was because his own company was trying to get him out and he was like, oh, think so huh well if you want to sell this then you need to put me back in charge because i'm the one that they want to deal with and then i'll be on the boards and he thought he was going to get all of his toys back just to get it all fucking taken away from him it's beautiful it's poetry i mean um, just when succession ended you know like just (laughs) when we needed we needed this i wish i'd been there for the wink wink nudge nudge i really would have enjoyed seeing the uh the ari emmanuel big theatrical wink at triple h like Let's let like like absolutely. We'd love to hear your ideas, Vince. I oh my goodness, you are an icon in the industry. Please write them down on this little notepad, and we will absolutely action every single one of them 
more winking. I mean... He was probably like, you know, the contract does say someone who tore both of their quads, but it doesn't say somebody who's over <laughs> 70 and tore both of their quads, Vince. And then Stephanie storms through the room. I mean, that's my that, that's Aww. what I would like to be yeah. thankful for this time next year, the return of Stephanie McMahon, but we'll see. It does feel weird that she's not there, you know? Like, well, I can only assume if she isn't, it's because she doesn't want to be. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, she yeah. wants to take All a break. All I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get off the road. Uh, we'll see. Be a, be a mom. I get it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll find out. Um, I have not given up hope of seeing her back in the industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything else before we move oh, on to the next segment? Gosh, so many. Uh, I'm thankful that WrestleMania descended upon Los Angeles this year. That just yes. was an amazing sight just to see that stadium lit up like that. I'm thankful for also this is that one thing I will always, if people just don't like Roman, that's fine. I know there are a lot of objective things that you could say that you maybe that maybe are why you don't like them. That's fine too. But one thing that I'm kind of glad that hasn't happened is that usually the fear of whenever somebody is made champion for as long as he has been made champion is that everybody else gets knocked down a peg in order to elevate the champion to make them um mm-hmm. you know to make them appear better than everybody else and while yes they do a great job of putting roman at the tippy top it feels like they've done a really good job of balancing that with him pulling a lot of other people up and raising their profile like this time last year sammy Zayn was not like, who would have thought, like, he can main event WrestleMania in his with this story? Yeah. Um, who would have thought, like, they're going to split the Usos up and they're going to make them feel like individuals? And you know what? It's going to work. Um, mm-hmm. This new guy who's sort of the big silent enforcer, you could see him legitimately body John Cena and it's going to work. Uh, this guy who is the head of a male model faction is going to start, is going to take back <laughs> his old name from NXT and he's going to become probably the best reaction in the company. Like, all these people, despite them not getting the championship, they still are huge stars. Not to mention, yeah. I didn't even mention Cody in that. Like, my goodness, no, he's still oh as hot as he could have been despite losing at WrestleMania. Yeah. I think it's just, it is wild. it's cool. It's really, really cool. It's just so rare to see, like you say, usually the way traditionally they have kept a champion hot is to bring up contenders feed them to them and watch them get squashed and spat back out but definitely this year and really the whole year because this goes all the way back to the beginning of the Sammy stuff and the Kevin Owens stuff and all of it I mean all the way back to war games last year like no one has beaten Roman in a way where they didn't come out looking better yeah uh, and especially when it's really mattered, so Cody at Mania and then Jay, there have been shenanigans, but it's like light shenanigans, you know? It's not like crazy, crazy bananas, oh, the ref got knocked up, but you know, it's like a leg came up, somebody interfered. It's, it's things where it's like, well, yeah, they he cheated to win, but it doesn't make him look weaker somehow. He still feels as strong as he ever did. But the person fighting him also still feels strong, also still feels like a contender. It's not like, oh, Cody, go to the back of the line now. Because Cody didn't lose clean. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not Sammy go to the back of the line because Sammy got fucked with. Mm -hmm. Uh, LA Knight came out hotter than ever because Jimmy was involved, you know. And the way they've done it is just I've never seen anything like it in wrestling. I know we talk about it all the time, but it's not just the bloodline story now. It has bled out into the whole 
men's division. And honestly, I think it's remarkable. It continues to get stronger. Like what? How? When? How? What? I'm just making the same noises and faces. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And I'm I'm also thankful for Kyrie saying. I'm just going to say yeah, that. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. she's I back. got to see Kyrie saying come back looking amazing. I'm uh. thankful for that. I'm thankful for EO's championship run and that it seems to be getting a fair shake. I was thankful to see Oscar hold a belt again, which I have wanted for a long time. I'm thankful for damage control in general and Bailey's cats. Uh, I'm pleased <laughs> for her. Damage uh, control, I know. it's like, I was a little scared about that, but it feels like they've kind of like refound their footing haven't they like you know yeah i'm loving that package feels like it's coming through it feels like they're getting their judgment day moment where it's like you know what we weren't quite sure and it was on shaky ground but maybe if we just double down and commit to it uh and that's what they're doing and i i know it's going someplace and i know it's gonna end i know i assume it's gonna end with the three japanese wrestlers kicking bailey's ass um but, you know, she's got those two kitties to go home to and also yeah. a BMX bike now. So love that for <laughs> Pam. Love everything she's doing. I am thrilled. I'm really excited about every storyline, you know? Like, yeah. I'm excited to see where every major storyline that's going right now is, in fact, going. Including Gunta. Oh, my goodness. Gunta. The longest reigning intercontinental champion, Gunta. I love it fantastic so thankful yeah, so for that, much man. to be thankful for this year so thankful for nxt are we thankful for nxt oh coming my back goodness to life with it res- like being resuscitated at the last minute like we were on the table it was on the table and we were about to call it you know yeah we were we were very done with nxt but there uh, it was it's like despite beep. everything Mm-hmm. It's back. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, <gasps> and there he was. <laughs> Wrestling. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we got NXT back. I was. I was. It felt like there was something missing with people not being excited about you know like the next crop of wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that would have yeah. really sucked if this next group of people was just defined by everything that they weren't. That's not yeah. fair to them. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, I agree. So it's it's nice that. Whenever they start getting moved up, they have more of a chance to have a group of people that were excited to see what they already did and and can be interested in what they do next. I, I think that's the, that that feels like it'll be healthier yeah. for uh, for WWE certainly in the and the longevity and, and, of yeah. the product for sure. Right. Especially and like wherever they decide so many... to go, maybe they'll yeah. maybe they'll move on to AEW. Maybe they'll go abroad and international. Wherever they go, they'll have a better chance of being successful wrestlers with people being excited about them being in NXT for sure. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. Well, uh, that's just some of the things we're thankful for this year. And when we come back, we're reading your comments about what you loved in wrestling in 2023. That's up next on Titan Fight. Get ready to soar because it's time once more to give a shout out to the Museum of Flight located in the best darn town that ever existed, Seattle, Washington. I had Danielle in mind as I wrote that, so I hope she appreciated that. But who's to say it isn't? I'm a Twilight fan. Like, you know, I've heard nothing but good things. I love Frasier. Like, please give me more Seattle, Washington. And they have given me more. If you want to experience the stories and wonder of this place, you don't even have to hop on a plane. You just have to listen to A Queer History of Aerospace, the new mini series from the Museum of Flight. Don't hop on a plane, just listen to a bunch of stories about planes. This miniseries is all about LGBTQ plus history in aviation and space exploration. And actually, lots of people will be hopping on planes because it's the holidays are coming up. And what better time to listen to a podcast 
and a mini-series in your ears than when you are travelling. And you can hear all about the gay history of male flight attendants and Dr. Margaret Chung, the first Chinese-American woman doctor who also recruited pilots for World War II. There are so many great stories there. I just scrolled through a bunch of them, and it's got not just all of the episodes that have been produced so far from this season, but all of the ones that have ever been produced. So you get so many history lessons about these marginalized people that have deserved to have their stories told, and I am so glad that you don't need to go all the way to a museum to hear them. You get a museum in your ears. It's all waiting for you at museumofflight.org slash podcast. That's museumofflight.org slash podcast, or search The Flight Deck in your favorite podcatcher. New episodes ready for takeoff every Tuesday. Oh, darling, why won't you accept my love? My dear, even though you are a duke, I could never love you. You, you borrowed a book from me and never returned it. (gasps) Save yourself from this terrible fate by listening to Reading Glasses. We'll help you get those borrowed books back and solve all your other reader problems. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Titan Fights. I'm Danielle Radford and I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelk and Julian Burrell. The best part of this time of year is to welcome guests to the table. So let's go to our listeners' comments about what wrestling from 2023 brought them joy. From Butch on Facebook, Thankfully, my wife bought us WrestleMania tickets for my birthday this year. Ooh, good wife. And especially that the finishing run on Saturday was Mysterio, Civil War, Rhea slash Charlotte, Team Montreal versus the Usos, maybe the best three consecutive match run in Mania history. I am thankful that I got to be sat next to Mr. Julian Burrell when Rey Mysterio came out uh, (laughs) because like shared joy, (laughs) watching other people's joy. When, when sometimes when you're not very good at accessing your own, ask my therapist, uh, it's really, really, really wonderful to watch someone else be like so purely in their joy. And Julian, yeah. I have never seen a happier boy. It was like you just saw Santa come down the chimney. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Just Santa come down the chimney in a low rider. <laughs> it was <crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> You With know, Snoop. like... I- it is like, it was one of those things where it's like, I don't know how much longer Rey Mysterio is going to be wrestling. Um, even now, uh, the guy is going to be out for surgery for a little while, which makes me sad. Um, but it was really cool. Like him getting a match that I think people have cared about um, as at WrestleMania as much as any other match he's ever had in his career, I think is safe to say. That's pretty cool for him. Um, yeah, and against and your son, what? Against Amazing. this kid who, he came back to WWE to get Dominic on his way as a as a wrestler on his own right, and I think he has been successful on that, so it was nice to see um, one of his final WrestleMania matches, I'm sure. Who knows how much he has left in the tank, but I'm totally. glad we got that one. Yeah, that was pretty and- great. On that same note, Alex on Facebook, uh, I'm thankful, says Alex, that I got to see Rey Mysterio in person on night two of WrestleMania. 
when I saw they were doing the Hall of Fame roll call, I was also so happy. I'm also thankful that pro wrestling as a whole seems to be doing very well. And I'm also thankful I get to talk about this crazy business with you all. Aww, Aww, Alex. Thank you. And then um, we've got John, who John said, thankful for AEW creative letting Tony run with the timely, uh, with the timeless Tony Storm gimmick. I I give you, it's so fucking It is good. Uh, Give it up for RJ for a lot of those. I mean, you can see his fingerprints all over it, friend of the show, RJ. Thankful for Sunny Kiss getting to be a bigger star in Impact. Thankful for the world finally coming around and realizing how fantastic Willow Nightingale is. All true facts. Sharing true facts. facts. That Tony Storm gimmick is like, that will get me, like, Dynamite, I've fallen off of my watching habit of Dynamite in general, but I will watch to just see what Tony Storm is going to do that week. Well, pardon me for being a star. And if the world has forgotten what that looks like, then chin up, tits out. I guess I'll just have to remind them. Sorry, are you coming on to me? No, 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 I'm, I'm not you coming on to you. You are, aren't you? are flirting no, no, with me. No, I'm not flirting, flirting with, with I'm me. I'm not flirting, I'm not coming on, I'm, I'm not doing any of those things. Oh, what's the matter then? Am I not good enough for you? One of my favorite things that they did early on with the gimmick was have Tony hand out scripts to the audience about how the match was supposed to go. And it was just like, Tony Storm enters, audience, brava! And and then they're like, referee, one, two, three, audience once again, with more emotion this time, brava! It's just like, all these things are just like, it's a really, really good, like, they are doing a good job of nurturing it, please just let it just... I don't know, find more ways to just like keep adding layers onto it because it it has the potential to like finally get eyes on that group of women who have needed a hook for a while. And if they do it right, it will not be, if anything goes wrong, it will not be because Tony Storm was not doing her damnedest to get it over. True story. That's very well put, Julian. We should have you on the pod course more often. (laughs) (laughs) He is uh, extremely well-spoken, articulate, and has lots to say. And it's honestly embarrassing to be whenever he speaks because he knows more than we do. But here we are. (laughs) I'm thankful for that, Julian. I'm thankful for that. Um, we also have Faye who contact us via Blue Sky. We're Blue all on ski. Blue Sky now. That's mm-hmm. a place where you can mm-hmm. do stuff. Faye says, I'm thankful that my Quebecois boys, Kevin and Samily, Samily? Kevin and Samily. I Samily. like Samily. We are, Quebe- I got Quebecois, but I couldn't get Sammy. <laughs> Come on. Uh, they it's got to have their big moment at WrestleMania. It's been a fucking day, Julian, <laughs> let alone a week. Also, it's too early to tell, but I might end up being thankful for the Kabuki Warrior reunion on SmackDown. Me and you both, Faye, we're both on board with that. As for food, Faye says we'll be having our trademark... Oh, Faye, you let me down at the last minute. Trademark green bean casserole (laughs) with cheddar. Although, tell me more about this cheddar. Tell me more about this green bean casserole with cheddar. I think we found the secret ingredient. Yeah. It's always cheese. It's always always cheese. (laughs) Just like with us, always cheesy goes down easy. (laughs) Oh, it's a special holiday miracle. Hal Loveland. I was like, oh, sad. We're not going to have Hal today for our Thanksgiving. You know, I was looking at that empty chair, wondering when dad was going to come home from work for the holiday. (laughs) It's like planes, trains, and automobiles. I am going to show up no matter how difficult it is for me to get there. I will be here. And I'm here. 
that one or that that one uh, Christmas movie of like, is he going to show up on time before Christmas Eve is over so he can get the family Porsche by the end of it? I guess we won't know. But then little did we know right before the 12th strike of the clock, he came in and it was yeah. nice. It was just so great. Uh, so, Hal, let's. Yes. What are you thankful for from wrestling this year? It's It's been Boy, a year. You know, I- I'm thankful for the return of premium events that matter. And that's mm. that's. You know, there's a larger thing of being grateful that that Vince is no longer running creative. That's been a, a bumpy road and that feels easy. But I think more specifically, I love that these premium events, I know it's going to be fewer matches, but I'm going to be really excited to see them. They're going to feel important. And then that has this butterfly effect where the weekly shows start to have bigger matches that also feel important. In a different way than than like I'm gonna put my world title on the line tonight. It's there's a feeling of well this wasn't on that show they're doing it here so they're really gonna go all out and the the result is better matches across the board. I'm also I'm very grateful for LA Knight and and watch it. It's always gratifying to see somebody that that whose whose entire WWE run you've enjoyed and said this guy is a star to actually see that that get fulfilled is really nice and also Logan Paul. He's Oh my goodness, I've completely forgot about Logan Paul. The that things is... that he has done for professional wrestling, and I despise anything he's done outside of professional wrestling. I cannot like say to you how much, the extent to which I felt that he is bad for humanity in a number of ways. But this is what he was meant to do, and there's something about when somebody finds their calling that doesn't change who they are. I think he is who he is. But he's always been there, – there is a, a a segment of the content creator world where they're all kind of carnies. So <laughs> why not go into the business for carnies, which is which is professional wrestling? And he's he's great at it. He's he's humble when he needs to be and not humble when he doesn't need to be. And, I, you know, the I will ask you this. Yes. Yeah. Do you think that him uh, being more humble – is that he is in a locker room full of people that could probably beat the crap out of him if he ever stepped out of line or take or give him a receipt in the ring? Like he has more people to answer to in general. I don't know that he sees the world that way because it could seems be. like he's yeah. even in his worst uh, controversies, he's kind of bounced back pretty much unscathed. It's true. So there's this yeah. idea of like it'll all work out, but I think he he has a lot of respect. He's smart enough to – he's not a stupid guy. He's smart enough to come in and go, this is the way you're supposed to behave, so I'm going to behave this way. And it's all to his benefit. Like, you want people to want to work with you, so you keep coming back. You keep getting those chances if you love doing it, which he really sincerely seems to love it. And it shows. And that's why he keeps getting better in, like, a freakish I don't. I don't even think Kurt Angle was that good starting out, and that's saying something. Yeah, and you could argue even that Logan Paul. Um, I mean, every generation stands on the shoulders of the generation before him, so I'm mm-hmm. sure he's dealing with, from a pure wrestling standpoint, he probably is dealing with um, more difficult things than uh, than Kurt Angle was asked to do at first. So yeah, I mean. Yeah. Because I remember when they first said he was interested in it, I was like, oh, here we freaking go. Like, mm-hmm. I I think all of us were ready to roll our eyes and just be like, this is just going to be the most embarrassing, like, one-off WrestleMania match that's going to waste time. But my goodness, if he did not, like, him and Bad Bunny. I mean, I know Bad Bunny's of a different cut 
Um, I don't think Bad Bunny is a full-time contributor mm-hmm. to WWE in the way that I see Logan Paul as that. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, it's clear that, like, when people who are from other worlds are fans of this and they're coming in and saying, like, we're trusting you with airtime, they will take it seriously and get right in that PC and let themselves get slammed around if they're asked for it. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, and look, there have been plenty of surprises. Snooki at WrestleMania was a surprise because she was way better than anybody thought. You didn't know what to expect from Stephen Amell, but you knew he was an athletic guy. And and that felt like sort of this is the ceiling for a celebrity coming in and wrestling. And then Bad Bunny comes in. He's a cut above everything because he's in that lucha style. So he doesn't need to be a big muscular guy. He can move. He can take bumps. He clearly like loves it more. Like his passion for it comes through. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt the company that he's basically the biggest star in the world, if not one of them. And then Logan Paul comes in and I think sets a new standard because he looks like he could be an everyday wrestler. He feels like an attraction. He's the attraction that Brock Lesnar never was because Brock Lesnar came up as a WWE wrestler. So then he went away and became a UFC star. And he got to bring that back and they built they built a mystique around him through how they booked him. But he that took time. He mm-hmm. came, Logan Paul came in. Clearly he he could do it. But he's busy with a million other things. So then then all of a sudden, when he comes in, it is a special deal. And when he comes in, it is exciting. And now him having a title, it that feels more... I, I'm more excited to see where that goes in terms of a champion who's not going to be present all the time than I ever was when Brock was, was champion because that felt like he just didn't want to work that many dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Logan... If there's one thing you don't got to worry about, it's him being pr- him uh, making his voice heard. Mm-hmm. So it's like you could absolutely see him making sure that like I'll if I'm going and doing an appearance, I'll bring the title with me. Why not? Yep. Uh, if I want to take vaguely, uh, not vaguely, inappropriate pictures on Instagram with the title, I will do that because mm-hmm. it'll get people talking. And he's apparently working with a decent leash from WWE because they seem to be like, well, yeah, we know who we gave this thing to. So. You know, just don't take, don't get too much bad press as long as the engagement is there. But good on you, Logan Paul. You have made a fool out of me in terms of like me expecting your contribution to be good from uh, from this year. But anything else from this uh, from the magical year of twenty twenty three, where of all the changes that were behind the scenes in front of the scenes. Yeah, you know, I'm grateful for wrestlers getting to do mainstream stuff, and I'll tell you why. This is mm. something that came up. I think it was last night. Uh, my friend Josh texted me. He's not a wrestling fan in any way, shape, or form, but he was watching Celebrity Jeopardy, and Becky Lynch was on, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, "I did hear about this." You know, she was she did not do well on Jeopardy, but mm-hmm. he he said a pink-haired Dublin wrestling lass called Becky Lynch is on Celebrity Jeopardy tonight, and although she's having maybe the worst game in the history of the show, she's absolutely goddamn charming. Is there a way I can just like pull up one of her matches? Is there like a quintessential one you'd recommend? So the fact that that look, Becky Lynch, I, I thought she was I, I thought she actually did well when she was on the weakest link. Maybe it's just the <laughs> maybe she's not good on the buzzer or just wasn't her board, it's fine. But there's something to taking somebody who's not a fan at all and saying, like, can I just watch one of her matches? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm drawn to her. And then I was talking more about it. I suggested the Hell in the Cell match against Trish because it's such a good match. It's good. Um, it's a good one. But the idea that that's how you build a new fan base. That's how WWE went. 
nationally. You needed MTV. You needed Cindy Lauper. You needed people to not even make it legitimate anymore. I don't think we're we're there, but like expose people to how charismatic Mm -hmm. these performers are. Yeah. Yeah, and, I think like it, it's it, it's not necessarily that they need it, but I do think that there is something to be said for like the fact that like every major sporting uh, event does that. Like the mm-hmm. like every pick a pick a, a basketball team if their guys are good in front of the camera, they'll say, "Hey, we booked you to do this thing over here. Uh, we think it'll be a lot of fun. You should go do it," and then they'll go do it. And you know, maybe you maybe you make a fan. If nothing else, you put the name, you get the brand name out there. Um, so yeah, and it felt like for a long time, WWE was a little afraid of that. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Jericho and Angle have often said that they wanted to go off and do things, but at the time Vince wasn't open to it. And now it's, maybe things have changed because of, uh, everything behind the scenes, but if nothing else, it seems like it's happening a lot more. If nothing else, I mean, these people aren't going to be wrestling forever. This is kind of their chance to kind of show that like they can do a lot more and, when they want to slow down in the ring, they can go off and maybe find other things that they can do that will also make them uh, very entertaining and very and, and showcase that riz that they that got them to the dance in the first place. Hundred percent. So, and I realize. Uh, it, well, first I'll say anything else. Is there anything else uh, before I before I ask my final question that I should have made my first question? I, I'm grateful for uh, for the three of you and getting to talk about wrestling with you. That's yeah, like, that's always the highlight. I'm always thankful for that. No matter how good or bad wrestling is, I know we're gonna have fun talking about it, and I'm gonna be exposed to different insights and get to debate and talk about stuff. And I, I just love it. Oh my goodness! But me especially. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the last thing I was gonna <laughs> ask. <laughs> um, <laughs> I realize I should have said this first, but why not end it on a delicious note? What mm-hmm. are you bringing to the table? How? What's the stuffing? What's? Wh- wh- I, no. I need to know what the Hal Loveland table is, is going to showcase this year. The, the dressing is there. You know, we're traveling to mm-hmm. uh, to Philadelphia, so I've got a request for the Ooh. dressing. I asked this, like, is it okay? Because you know, if I'm not hosting, I'm not going to impose. But I said, mm-hmm. can I? I was talking to my dad's girlfriend. I was like, is it okay if I make my dressing? She said, no, it's not okay because I expect you to make it. <laughs> and I'm doing the mashed potatoes because that got rave reviews last year. Hey, um, so those are the those are my two, two. Uh, like I, my plate is always it's like green beans or like if there's some steamed green vegetable I like that's on there. Then mashed potatoes, which I do less and less. The ones I made I like, but mm. I, I save that carb room for the stuffing and turkey, <laughs> and then I just put gravy all over it. And that's like I can do that maybe two times now. Two, three times in a, in a good in a good year. Fantastic. Uh, that, that's yeah. That's what's out there. But I'm sure there'll be other delicious stuff on that table that I will wholly ignore just to eat <laughs> the things that I love the most. Just to go to Old Faithful. Just because yeah. it's always nice to go home again, isn't it? It is. It is. They <laughs> yeah. say you can't, but I am. <laughs> well, that's great. I am so glad that we were able to make this happen at the last minute. Hal, have a a wonderful holiday. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be nice, relaxing. We'll have, um, gosh, uh, we'll have once Thanksgiving's over. We have Survivor Series to look forward to, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's exciting. Oh. The return of <laughs> War Games. He actually does a pretty good one. I was a little sad that William Regal hasn't gotten to do it, but um, uh, yeah. what's his name? Adam Pierce. Pretty good guttural War Games. Hey, credit the to dude, him. Dude's a pro. Yeah. Thank you so much, Hal. And that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Julian Burrell, along with me, Daniel Radford. Anybody plugging anything? Uh, books. Please buy my books. I need to live and stuff. And that's how I do it with books. The Christmas Wish is out now. Buy it. 
That's the song. Yay. That's the Christmas wish song. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I would also say if you're uh uh, if you have access to an L.A. Public Library card, uh, go on ahead and upload that thing to the app Libby. You can probably find uh, all of Lindsay's entire bibliography there. In fact, I bet if you uh, if you have a decent sized library, you can probably find it on there. So go on ahead and uh, you don't even have to leave your couch for that one. You get no, the audio book, right you get there. the, get the uh, mm. e-books, do whatever you want. They're there. But in the interest of just making me some more money, though, Julian, they make excellent Christmas gifts. That's yeah, all send them to your friends afterwards. They fit in the <laughs> stocking. I have not much to plug. We do have more episodes of uh, the JV Club with Janet Varney and uh, Go Fact Yourself coming up very soon, uh, like we always do. And in the meantime, go hang out with your family, watch some wrestling, and uh, relax, would you? You look stressed. Aw. Our producer is pun night only, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. And Thank it's you. his birthday today. And we're recording his on his birthday. Yeah. So this is a belated happy birthday to Mike. Woo. Happy Love birthday, you, Mike. Mike. And thank you to all of the Max Fun members to keep the show going. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels in the show notes. Find our Tights and Fights WrestleMania shirt on MaxFunStore.com and celebrate Ice Cream Christmas all year long. We'll be back next week for more you guessed it, wrestling. Yeah, here comes the pain. Bow to the masters. This is a podcast. They are podcasters. Max Fun's the network. Tyson Fights is the name. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network of artists-owned shows. Supported. Directly. By you.